This podcast was recorded from our weekly live stream. To watch this video or see other episodes of The Spiritual Journalist, head to thespiritualjournalist.com or find me on YouTube. You can find a link in the show notes. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Spiritual Journalist. I'm so grateful you found us here, and I'm really grateful to be having this conversation today because we're talking all about Saturn returns, and personally, I am right in the middle of mine right now. So you've probably heard this concept of a Saturn return in astrology, but you might not fully know what it means or how it affects you. Well, in this episode, Court Burns of Bravely Beautiful Brand and the Saturn Return Diaries podcast is joining us to share her insights, what she maybe wishes she would have known going into her Saturn return and what she's heard from interviewing other people who have gone through theirs. So let's dive right into our conversation. I've always been a deeply curious person, talking with anyone who would listen and soaking in as much information as possible. So it's no surprise my love for storytelling led me to a career in journalism. But after nearly a decade working in newsrooms across the West Coast, I realized I wanted to start asking questions you probably wouldn't see on your local news. So I left my job as a morning TV reporter and started The Spiritual Journalist. This isn't just a YouTube channel, podcast, website, or social media page. This is a live conversation where you get to ask questions too, because I'm not the expert. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. My goal is to connect you with people who have profound experiences and inspirational stories to share. And we'll definitely mix a little astrology in too. So if you're like me, you have this insatiable curiosity and you love deep conversations too, well, this is the place for you. Together each week, we'll explore everything from crystals and tarot to mental health and the environment. There are no wrong questions here. My ultimate goal is for you to come away from each episode with a new perspective and an expanded consciousness. This is a channel for the collective. This is a community for the curious. This is The Spiritual Journalist. Hello. Hi, how are you? You know, I'm doing all right. <laughs> You know, I said I'm right in the middle of my Saturn return, and oh my goodness, am I feeling it. But I'm really glad we're having this conversation today. Me too. And I was just like, literally, I don't know if you could see me, but I was watching the intro just smiling because I'm like, that is a Saturn return. Like literally everything you described, I'm like, that's it. Like, that's it. <laughs> right. I've really been trying to lean into mine. Like I knew it was coming, knowing astrology. I've had a lot of great conversations about it over the past two years, really, since Saturn moved into Aquarius. But yeah. when it's on top of your Saturn, mm -hmm. it's a different sensation. And so we'll get into all of that. Um, but if you're joining us live, welcome. Thank you for being here. And I know we already have people telling us where their Saturn is. Nick in the comments is saying he's a Virgo, Scorpio rising, Saturn at 19 degrees in Libra on the chart. So if you're joining us, pull out a copy of your birth chart. You can get one right now at thespiritualjournalist.com slash birth chart. It mm. should be in the description as well. And take a look. Where is Saturn in your chart? What house is it in? What sign is it in? And what was going on between 
28 to 31 years old in your life. Mm -hmm. That can kind of help you apply everything we're going to talk about to yourself. Like just by looking at Nick's comment here, probably has Saturn in the 12th, I would guess, or maybe the end of the 11th, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's similar to mine, the Saturn placement. We have it in a different sign, but it's a it's an interesting placement to have a Saturn. <laughs> I feel you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> right? Some spiritual growth. Jennifer yeah. is saying Saturn in Aquarius, fifth house, transiting in your sixth now. Yep, Jennifer, you and I are actually one of my best friends has Saturn in the fifth. Um, and she's also a Virgo rising and mm -hmm. whew, whew, some inner child work for you. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Hi, Jennifer. Uh, she, she's taking a few of my courses. Yeah. <laughs> ah, amazing. And Cass says Aquarius third house right in the middle of yours. Welcome Cass. Oh, amazing. Thanks for joining this Saturn return party that we're all going through with Saturn and Aquarius. <laughs> That like, that literally makes me so happy just to hear you say like Saturn return party. Cause as I said to you before, I was like, this needs to be like a celebration. Like, of course there's a lot, but I, I want to eventually bring that forward. Cause I think it does need to be celebrated more. Especially for you, because let me just pull up your chart here <laughs> where you've gone through it. Just pat yourself on the back. <laughs> You are basically on the other side of your Saturn return, it feels like. So mm -hmm. uh, just like Nick was saying, he actually does have his in the 11th, like you do. Oh, okay. um, and yeah, you have a lot going on around your Saturn too. So I feel like for you, it wasn't just like a Saturn return. It's like Saturn had to transit across your North Node and your Mercury and your Sun. And like, wow, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. It was. It was a lot. Um, and also my Saturn's at zero degrees. So I'm curious your thoughts on that. But like I've, I've through what I've kind of discovered with myself is I think I got a lot of the like the Saturn and Capricorn stuff as well, especially because I have so much in Capricorn. But um, there was that Saturn Jupiter. Um, it was Saturn Jupiter conjunction that happened like right on my um, Saturn as well. So it, it's been a lot in the last couple of years. <laughs> Big lessons is what I see there. Like Saturn and yeah. Jupiter connected. It's like huge, huge lessons. 11-11, um, as I said that too. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's really interesting that your Saturn is at zero degrees because another one of my best friends, I was just talking to her last night and her Saturn is at zero degrees Pisces, which is really interesting because she's actually older than me, but because of Saturn's movements and the retrograde pattern the year we were born, her Saturn is at zero degrees in Pisces. And I've really been thinking about it. She is really starting to feel her Saturn return now that Saturn is within five degrees, even though it's not in Pisces yet. And so I was telling her that like, I've been feeling mine for a couple years now, you know, like you're really gonna start to feel it but I, I was like, Ugh, zero degrees Saturn. Like, I just, it's like, mm -hmm. I feel like these lessons are going to be really raw, like oh, kind yeah. of harsh, you know, not only just because we're talking about Saturn, but a zero degree placement. I have a zero degree moon. So it's like a fresh baby energy that you're having to learn, like from the ground up, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. I also heard... I think I read this somewhere, but it was like 
um, I really, I really resonated with this, like a zero degree energy of a planet. And especially with Saturn being an Aquarius, it's like this harboring of like a new community or a new collective with Saturn and Aquarius. And I was like, well, I'll take that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that resonates. I'll take that. I'll be part of this new earth, whatever it is. <laughs> so, yeah. I think, you know, I like to see the positives, right? And I think the beauty of a zero degree placement is that we can be very eager. You know, like for me with the zero degree moon, what I've noticed, especially a Scorpio moon, is like I am ready to dive deep. Like I am so willing to just go in there, you know, and like feel it all. And sometimes that can bite me in the ass, but... I think for you, like, I love how you started a podcast about Saturn mm. returns. Like you were just eager, like you jumped headfirst into your Saturn return. Mm, yeah. That's a great way of looking at that. Actually. I love that. Always looking for the silver lining here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to stay on your chart for just a moment here and see you have Jupiter actually opposing your Saturn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how do you feel that has played out for you? I think throughout my whole life, like, um, you can even see in, in my, uh, with all my Capricorn energy, like I am a really hard worker and I've always been like that. And this like hard work energy has always really kind of been a theme in my life. And I really have to learn the, the, the work play balance, like being able to experience joy and also this like, um, responsibility. And I think during my Saturn return, like if I'm honest, there hasn't been a lot of like joy per se, because I've been doing a lot of like the harder stuff. Um, and some, a theme that comes up a lot is like, my dad will even tell me like, kiddo, you got to make time to like have fun. And that's Jupiter and Leo. Um, yes. and so, but it, it, but it's always been a theme. Like I was grounded all the time growing up. Like I didn't have a lot of freedom. So, and that's like one of my, I things. see that <laughs> yeah. I was always grounded. Like I was a little rebel, literally nine months once. Like it was nuts. Yeah. Like, okay, very, but what did you do? What did you do? We have, I was, to know. I was very mouthy. I didn't do anything like super ba bad. My parents were very strict. So, um, yeah. And it's, it shows in my chart too. So this like emphasis of like that Jupiter and Leo, I would say that my fun, like the fun energy that I built in has been through creation or like the work that I've been doing, like, I don't know, just like making reels and stuff, but I'm still leaning into that a little bit. I'm still learning more of my Jupiter and Leo. And I love how you have Jupiter in the sixth too, like reminding you, like all of your routines don't have to be for work. Like you can have fun in your routines, you know, and yeah. like scheduling that fun. in. that's something that I keep seeing this week, like schedule fun in. And I love that this is coming up in our conversation yeah. right now. Is there anything else since you're an astrologer, I'm not going to like read your chart, you know, your chart. Is there anything else you want people to know about you? Um, I don't know. I think like I'm pretty open book online. So if people follow me, like it's, it's there. Um, I will actually say that for myself, like throughout my Saturn journey, and you can see it in my chart as well, like mental health is a really big thing for me. Um, and I've gone through a lot of struggles with that. I mean, I have Moon and Pluto very close together in this in the eighth house of Scorpio. I have a, like 12th house energy um, and a lot of water energy too. And so mental health is something that I like, it's the root of a lot of what I do because I went through a lot of my own struggles. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to start the podcast 
um, just to kind of learn more. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to mention that um, because it is at the base of a lot of the reasons why I do a lot of things. I also love that I'm, now that I'm just looking at your chart that your Saturn is actually in a loose trine to your Mars. Mm -hmm. And so I love how like Mars and Gemini, you've taken your Saturn return. You're like, I'm doing something with this. I'm going to speak about this. Mm -hmm. Like I, and then opposing that like creative energy with Jupiter in mm -hmm. Leo too. Mm -hmm. It's very on brand for everything you've done during your Saturn return. Oh yeah. And like, I'm sure we'll get into this, but even, um, when you have your reverse nodal return, which I talk about a lot on the podcast, it happens around 27. So it's like before your, um, before your Saturn return. And that's when I left my job and there was a lot of like my career. And so there was a lot of that buildup, which we can get into more, but yeah, it's all just been so synchronistic and it has to happen of course. So yeah. It's interesting. I didn't know it always happens right before your Saturn return. Mm -hmm. And I had mine last year mm -hmm. um, during, you know, the Sagittarius Gemini eclipse season was my reverse nodal return. And I was just talking about this. Actually, I'll pull up my chart now mm -hmm. so you guys can get an idea of what we're talking about. I was just talking about this over the lunar eclipse this weekend. But the last lunar eclipse that I like witnessed with my own eyes, I was working in news. And one of my good friends who was an anchor on the morning show was like, can I ask you about astrology on air? And I was like, oh, you know, you can. I'm not gonna put it out there. You can ask if you want and I will answer, but mm -hmm. I don't wanna get like in trouble. You know, I don't wanna make it, I don't wanna mm -hmm. be the one to make that decision. Mm -hmm. And so she did. And I just started talking about it and it flowed so naturally. I was like, oh, I actually kind of know what I'm talking about. Like I'm doing this on live TV. And the response was wild. Like even the anchors back in the studio were like, wow, that was crazy. You know, everybody was really into it. And this, it's just like a switch went off. Like mm -hmm. I could do this. Like I could talk about astrology in my own form of news, which is basically what I'm doing right now and what I've created right now. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think also that's good to know that sometimes there's this like shift or spark of direction that happens before our Saturn return. Mm, yeah, that's a really good example. Um, it, I love that so much. It's like you're, you know, you're, you're stepping into a karmic destiny of some sort with the, whenever the nodes are intact. So that like, oh my gosh, this is a remembering of like, I can do this is very, very like, nodal activation. Right? Ugh. Mm -hmm. So cool. I love astrology. Now, while my chart is up, you have your Saturn opposing Jupiter. I have my Saturn opposing Venus. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that has showed up. It's, it's been showing up in a lot of ways for me over the past few years. Like, I, I see oppositions as like mirrors, you know, it's like something you have to face and you can see clearly what's in front of you. And for me, a lot of the lessons I've been learning through my Saturn return have been coming through my relationship and not just my romantic relationship, but like all of my relationships, my relationship with my family, my relationship to friends. I've had friends that, you know, friendships that have fallen away during my Saturn return, friendships that have grown stronger. Um, and yeah, this, this opposition between Venus and Saturn is 
And also just like this nice T-square to Pluto too, because yeah. it wasn't difficult enough already. It's like extremely transformative, it feels like. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I've talked to a couple people who have Saturn um, opposite their um, Venus, and that one feels like very tender and sensitive um, and really close to home, right? Because obviously when we think of Venus, like it is money and, and also obviously our value system and yes, relationships. But even if you think about it, like you broke away from like a very stable probably and secure, you know, position that paid money. And then you were like, you know what, I'm going to go and do my own thing, which there's risk towards that. And that can show up with a Saturn opposite um, Venus as well. And it's you saying like, you know, being very disciplined and strong in your, in your value system with what you want. Your intro video just said it all, right? Like you want to be curious about the things and that you want to talk about. That's very Saturn and Aquarius opposite that Venus is like, okay, there's some, there's going to be some things that come up here, right? Of course. Now, whether that be in the relationship we have to our money, other people, whatever it is, but that's a big one. And I, and I do think there's going to be some very big karmic rewards that come through you doing those, those work that work there. I, I feel that too, or I hope so. Mm -hmm. You know, I will say this is something I've mentioned before, but my Venus in the 12th, um, I've always been really drawn to like the woo woo spirituality, ghosts, things like that. And so during my Saturn return, I've really been reflecting a lot on my Venus placement and the things I'm attracted to and the people I'm attracted to, the situations I'm attracted to, even finding a community of spiritual women during my Saturn return that have like leveled up my spirituality and my awareness on so many levels. I'm just being like attracted and drawn to that energy. But also, as I mentioned, the precursor for my Saturn return was finding myself in a twin flame relationship, which mm -hmm. I am still in. And he also has Venus in the 12th in Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you look at our sinistry chart, his moon is on top of my Saturn. My Venus is on top of his moon. And mm -hmm. my Pluto is conjunct his Mars. So we have this like sinistry of the the t-square playing out in our mm -hmm. charts and i'm like okay and he's ruled by saturn i'm like yeah. you are my saturn return hello <laughs> like yes oh did you okay so before your saturn return started you guys you got into a relationship yes wild yes. okay interesting. yeah and then like things were really smooth sailing and once saturn moved into aquarius mm. things got i mean this is another conversation for another day i, I want to eventually do an episode about twin flames because i think mm -hmm. there's a lot of like romanticism about it and it's not fun <laughs> it's like not as exciting as it seems um or maybe mm -hmm. exciting isn't the right word there's a lot of excitement but there's a lot of difficulty as well mm -hmm. um but yeah, I feel like that has really played out during my Saturn return and like really forced me to learn a lot of lessons, not about like, mm -hmm. mostly about myself, you know, not about him. It's all been a reflection of me and my own shadows and my own work that needs to come up and mm -hmm. ultimately like helping me with Saturn in my sixth, helping me repattern things, um, or just observe my own patterns, right? Like a mirror for my patterns in a lot of ways. But wow, has it mm. been difficult? 
Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting. So you, when Saturn was in Capricorn, is that when you, you guys met? I believe so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We met in 2018. So I okay. have to go back and look at the exact dates, but yeah, beginning of yeah. 2018. Yeah. And then that's super interesting because Saturn would have been cruising through your fifth, right? Um, yeah. You know, bringing up those themes around love and then obviously the, the maturity and the responsibility and those lessons with Saturn opposing your Venus in the sixth definitely would bring that up, which where it's where you're at right now. <laughs> but isn't it beautiful? Like, I think you can agree. You've gone through it the past couple mm -hmm. years. You are so authentic and upfront about that on social media, which makes you so magnetic and what draws people in. But I think understanding what's playing out in your own chart during your Saturn return can really help you frame it in a way of like, I don't want to say being in control of it, but just surrendering to it more easily and understanding why everything is happening the way it is. Oh yeah, totally. Like obviously you and I have talked about that before and honestly, like just knowing that there's a cycle playing out has been super helpful. And I knew about astrology before my Saturn return, but like not in the extent, like my Saturn return is really what started to kick it off. Um, sort of like you, that spark. And when I started to notice like, oh yeah, watch has Saturn's like going through this area. Yeah. It's moving slow, but it is moving. And so um, it's just a really like helpful tool to have to, to remake, to help you remember that like, this is a cycle and it's, gonna pass and I'm gonna be way stronger for it after. <laughs> for sure. And so I love all of you in the comments talking about your own Saturn placements. Again, you can get a copy of your birth chart either at the spiritualjournalist.com slash birth chart. This is the website we're using, astrocharts.com. They're also sponsoring this show. So thank you to them for making this possible. Um, but I want to get to some of your comments really quickly because a lot of you were talking about your own Saturn returns. Okay, let's see. Um, Gas says, I feel like I've been feeling mine for the past five years. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's an interesting note because like Saturn just became exact on my Saturn in the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. But I honestly think the awareness of a Saturn return in itself can kind of like spark it and start mm -hmm. it off. And you feel it for... I don't know. How long would you say you've been feeling yours? Oh, gosh. I would say like 26 is when um, I started to – and this is a theme that I've seen for people as well. Like there's a there's a 26 – at 26, something starts to go, hmm, you know, you're questioning things. Like where do I want to be? What do I – you know, and, and there's other transits, but that's when I started noticing a shift and then – 28. <laughs> we were really feeling it. <laughs> 28. Here I am. Hey. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jennifer says, same here. She says, Saturn returned during a pandemic, had a baby, became a stay-at-home mama. My husband is Saturn in cap, so back-to-back -back returns. Ooh. Woo. Just take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot to say about, um, it's super interesting. I want to have like a, a, a big chat and talking about people who had their Saturn returns during the pandemic, because I think that's a very interesting, um, scenario to run through and everyone's different experiences. So, 
um, would love, would love to have Jennifer on the podcast eventually to talk about that. Well, and I think it's, it's a great point to talk about the fact that we all experience Saturn's energy, even when we're not going through our Saturn return and Saturn in Aquarius, the sign of the collective community, humanity, um, causes that we care about has really shown us a lot of restrictions, boundaries, lessons we're learning as a collective, you know, Mm -hmm. and I mean, you even talk about like communities shutting down when Saturn moved into Aquarius, like authorities limiting freedom, you know? Um, And I think that's not to project any political view onto it. You know, like there are reasons on both sides why these things happened, right? Mm -hmm. But that's what happened. We all experienced it. Our communities literally shutting down, restrictions Mm -hmm. going into place about how we were able to go out into the world and we definitely all collectively felt Saturn the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that word isolation, like social isolation yeah. or social distancing is like very Saturn and Aquarius energy. Yeah. Yeah. Cass also says same on her mental health. Like she really felt that during her Saturn return. Mm. And Cater, I hope I'm saying your name right, says, thanks for what you're doing. Am I allowed to ask a question? Absolutely. Ask your questions. This is definitely a collaborative conversation because she's at the end of her Saturn return. I'm at the beginning of mine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. You're like, woo, I'm over here, like, bracing myself, like, grabbing the life raft over here. Yeah. I mean, Saturn being on Saturn, like from what I remember, well, and I'll never forget it, like that impending doom feeling can be very, very heavy. Like a backpack or a weight is just like, like dropped on you. And it's, it's super heavy. Like from what I experienced, I know that everyone has a different experience and I, and some people I've talked to have like, I'm like, okay, like you had the most pleasant time, but um, a very common theme is that heaviness. Is that what you feel like? So my best friend is an Aquarius and she has Saturn on her son in the fifth house. Mm-hmm. And so she, she's about six months older than me. So she's been going through hers, you know, like a month or two before me basically. Yeah. And she was saying when Saturn was on her Saturn and her son, like, I just feel this weight on my chest. She's super into astrology too. So we have great conversations about what's going on. And I was like, yeah, like I could see that, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of on this outside perspective, like me being a Virgo, being an overachiever, like, you know, I'm in control. Like I, I shifted my health and my routines ahead of this because Saturn's in my sixth house. Like mm. I got, the, I got out in front of it, you know, and all of a sudden the past couple of weeks, I'm like, I like feel like it's there right now. I'm like, there is a weight on my chest and something we've talked about is not only this impending doom, but also an extreme resistance, like over the past two years, really, I've been putting these systems in place. I've really been taking a look at my health, my wellness, how I'm eating, how I'm treating my body, because I know that's a big focus with Saturn in the sixth. But all of a sudden, it's like Saturn on my Saturn. I'm like, I don't want to do any of those things. I don't want to put myself to bed on time. I don't want to eat healthy. Like, it just feels like too much. And I've, I've, 
I think it's also because it's Mercury retrograde. Mercury is my ruling planet, but I've been really falling back into old patterning and trying not to be hard on myself about it, but also like, okay, why am I doing this? <laughs> you know, like yeah. a little bit like self-sabotaging, I think. Oh, totally. I actually resonate with that too, with Saturn being an Aquarius. Like, you know, I, when I worked my, my, my normal job, I was getting up at 5am every day, did my morning routine, went to the gym, came home, you know, after work, went to work, came home and then worked on my side hustle, which was growing into my business, which clearly was happening for a reason. But after like when we had the pandemic, of course, everything that shifted. And since then, I'm like, why do we live with that structure? You know, like, is there another structure that is possible for me that, you know, maybe I am more creative at night, which it turns out I am. And then that means I sleep till seven, which actually isn't even that late. But like, I had to get over that because I, there's this programming of like, it has to be this way. So I think it's interesting to hear you say that because I think Saturn and Aquarius really invites us to find a new structure that works for us. Um, and so that rebelling though, against like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I think that's so part of it. <laughs> right. Well, especially with yours forming an opposition to Jupiter in the sixth, you know, it's like definitely routines coming up for you too. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you have Leo ruling the sixth house and Jupiter in Leo because you're really good at like working out and having a routine when it comes to like your physical wellness. You know, yeah. I admire that about you. Yeah. And yeah. And it's almost interesting. Like you, I see this playing out with you. Like you want to have structure you but you also like really crave freedom and i feel like that's like that 11th sixth house opposition playing out for you oh it's such a conundrum like it's literally such a conundrum like i just want to be free but also like i like my my routines i do the same things in the mornings like that really supports me you know so anyway yeah <laughs> i'm always figuring it out so i'm with you on that <laughs> it's i mean it's a and always evolving lesson astrology you know we can always mm -hmm. be learning more from our chart i believe it's nick who said my saturn is across from my chiron in taurus so for you it's like what we've been talking about with our own oppositions for you probably those inner mm -hmm. child wounds coming up or just wounds in general that you had to face during your saturn return to really take in the lessons mm -hmm. yeah Cass says hers was in February, but what you said about 26, she's like, stop, my whole life exploded at 26. Yeah, that sounds about oh, right. Amelia Cass, yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is the question that came in by Cater. I've been told that I have been cursed by fate. What? Mm -hmm. What does this mean? My pinnacle period is coming up soon. How do I prepare for this? Interesting, interesting. I don't know exactly what you mean by that, but whoever told you you're cursed by fate can go F themselves. <laughs> yes, like 100%. Like, no, you're, you are a co-creator in this earth. You, get, you have a lot more say than you think, or, or whoever this person <laughs> told you that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you got that reading during your Saturn return. I don't know, but. 
Just know that like we are co-creators with our destiny. So our birth chart Mm -hmm. tells us what energy is natural for us, maybe what energy is coming for us right now. But I think this is a great point. I love that you said this as we're talking about Saturn returns because it can feel like fate is crushing us a little Mm -hmm. bit during our Saturn return. Like, is it possible for me to free myself from these things? Is it possible for me to have these dreams? You know, it feels like a lot of doubt is what I've personally been feeling during my Saturn return. I'm normally a very optimistic, confident person, but as Saturn has been inching towards my Saturn, it just feels like, what am I doing? You know, and even the universe, like Mercury retrograde, Saturn return, my old boss messaged me and was like, hey, I have this opportunity. Do you want to come back and work in news? And it was like an immediate no. Mm. You know, I was just like, but at the same time, it it was like this question of, well, this is like a stable opportunity, you know, mm. should I really be doing, is the universe presenting this? Cause I'm not supposed to be doing the spiritual journalist. So it can feel like a lot of doubt. I think when we're in our Saturn return. That is, I'm so glad that you brought that up. That is a, that is a great example of how Saturn's I I say this on the podcast and I feel like um, this is my teacher showing, but you know, I I picture Saturn returns as if we were like in a class, like in a, like, you know, you've got two years and you're coming to this class over and over again. And Saturn is your teacher and Saturn's going to give you tests and it's, you know, up to you to figure out. It's like, it's literally a, you're, you're figuring out your energy and it's like, This is your opportunity to say who you are as an individual and who you want to be versus what society told you to be before versus what your parents told you to be before. And so Saturn is sitting here being like, okay, let's see what you think. And it's like, here's a little test. And you, that's exactly what just happened to you. Um, And it's scary to do that. That's, it feels heavy because you're making your own decisions as a individual moving into your adulthood, as you put so nicely um, before. So, yeah. Yeah. I read somewhere that your Saturn return is your cosmic entryway to adulthood. And I was like, well, that is the most beautiful way of putting a Saturn return because in astrology, it's believed that you're not adult until about 30 years old because you have to go through your Saturn return. And, you know, we haven't really talked about Saturn what the planet of Saturn represents. And I think this is actually a really great point to get into because Saturn, it has a lot to do with maturity, right? Which is why it can be kind of not fun. <laughs> totally. I get, it's super interesting. I, I, I get really excited. Like I feel like I've been channeling uh, Saturn for a while. And so when I hear people talk about Saturn, I'm like, I get this like butterflies in my stomach of like, oh my God, Saturn's really happy we're talking about him. You know what's so interesting? That same friend who has Saturn on her son and is also going through her Saturn return, because we've been talking a lot about it, said, you know, she has a really beautiful um, meditation ritual she does every morning. And she told me, I started praying to Saturn. I started saying, like, sitting down in my meditation and being like, Saturn, I surrender to you. Like, I welcome your lessons instead of resisting it so much, knowing, like, especially for her, like I'm going to live with Saturn having a very big influence on my life always with it being conjunct my son. So I'm just Mm going to surrender to it and welcome Mm. that energy in. Mm, Yes, that's beautiful. It's a great reminder for everyone. 
Yeah. How do you see Saturn? We talked about maturity, obviously boundaries, structures. What else can we say about Saturn? You mean Big Daddy Saturn? (laughs) You know, Jennifer literally just said that, Big Daddy Saturn. (laughs) We love Big Daddy Saturn. Um, And honestly, we love we love him and we don't like him sometimes because he's like that father figure, right? Like, you know, um, the more masculine energy that's kind of dominant in a sense of like, hey, you've got these lessons, you know, you've got this opportunity to grow and there's going to be resistance. That's how you grow, right? So I see Saturn as this planet that's like, you know, you've gone your journey, we're, we're like walking up until you get to this initiation doorway and Saturn's like, welcome, you know, this is the portal, as you said, into your adulthood. So you're going to have to also look back at your life previously to this and face a lot of this stuff in order to walk through and come to that other side. So that's sort of the symbology, I guess. But yeah, Saturn is lessons, restrictions, tradition, um, structures. I also see it as like a government. So like we can literally look in the collective like that, but also in our own lives, like what governs us. Um, and so, yeah, that's some of the ways that I would kind of reference Saturn, I guess. Yeah. A lot of authority, like authority Authority. figures, Mm -hmm. very Saturnian. Something else though, that I think can be really a beautiful way of framing Saturn is there's a lot of wisdom that Saturn Mm -hmm. brings. It is like that elder figure, you know, when your parents or your dad or your grandpa or whoever is like, don't do that. Or like kind of maybe grounding you a little bit. Um, it doesn't feel fun, but they are acting from a place of wisdom and like really believing they know what's best for you. Now, I I don't want to say that everybody had a parental figure who like acted in the best way for them. You know, I think we all have different experiences with our own father figures in life. But in general, it's that kind of like father energy of like, you know, telling you what you need to do to become a mature, responsible person. Mm, Yeah, that actually just gave me a couple aha moments just in terms of my own life. But um And I've thought about this before, like, you know, sometimes I watch a show and I'm like, they're telling you not to do something for a reason. Like, say you're watching like a scary movie and you're like, just like follow the direction or you're going to die, you know, like, and that's, but we can see it as an outsider. But when we're in it, it's like, oh my God, like, no, no, no speed bump. No, no. And it's like, okay, again, what if we just surrendered to that versus fighting it? Um, Maybe there's a reason for it and we can't see it yet. And I feel like Saturn can sometimes feel like a big fat no, you know, and it's, I think one of the, right. One of the difficulties I think of navigating a Saturn return is understanding when the no is just self doubt. And when the no is actually like, this isn't meant for you. You know, I think that's where the lessons come where it's like, should I believe this? No, or should I push through this? No, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's that's a another great way of describing it. I've I've said I don't know how many times I've said this probably on my podcast every episode. I'm like, I feel like I've been climbing Mount Everest for literally three years and has and I'm like disheveled and just like <laughs> like you know, like how many more resources do I have left in my pack? But then you look back and you're like, oh wow, like look how far I've already come. You know, so like, am I going to just turn back around or keep going? 
So that's sort of... <laughs> I feel like especially for you with Saturn transiting through the 12th, like that definitely feels like some big culmination climbing a mountain, trying to find that like ending or um, the peak, you know? I'm really excited to see what happens when Saturn eventually crosses over your ascendant. I feel like that is gonna be the like, especially Saturn and Pisces, just like the release point, like letting it all flow out, mm -hmm. letting it go. I hope yeah. for you. I am, I'm very curious about what's gonna happen there too. And I, I know we didn't exactly, um, explain this. So for those of you who are new to astrology and you're like, okay, how do I figure out when I'm going through my Saturn return? Well, a Saturn return, Saturn takes about 30 years, give or take, to make its lap around the sun. It moves very slowly. It's slow, steady, big daddy Saturn. And a Saturn return happens when Saturn returns to the same exact point in the sky that it was at when you were born. So usually people go through multiple Saturn returns, maybe two or three Saturn returns every 28 to 31 years. And that's why we say pull out your chart. You can find one on our website or at astrocharts.com uh, and figure out where Saturn is in your chart. Know that Saturn is at 25 degrees Aquarius today. So that can kind of give you a reference point for how far away or how close your Saturn return is. Can we also just mention that Johnny Depp's Saturn is at like 24 degrees or something, right? 23, 24? Me and Johnny. Yeah, his is at 23. And so a lot of people were talking about this. Johnny Depp is literally going through his Saturn return during this trial, like exactly during I'm this trial, which is so wild. I think it's in his seventh house as well, which is super interesting because that's obviously the partnerships, legal things, marriage, like... I mean, you gotta you gotta look at it and be like, tell me again, astrology's not real, please. <laughs> right. And I do feel that at the end of this trial, like Johnny Depp is kind of known for being a big kid. You know, like he just kind of doesn't take things seriously. Yeah. He does whatever he wants, he kind of has like an F it attitude. Mm -hmm. But just I've watched little snippets of the trial because how can you stay away? It's like watching a train wreck in slow motion you're just like what is gonna happen next um but i feel like he is kind of coming into another level of maturity through this of being like yeah like and other people are seeing him in another light through this mm -hmm. a different more mature light i think like more respectable almost like of course he's you know he's got his stuff that he's doing on on the trials but i do think there's a a greater respect for him that people didn't have before, which is something I've noticed, um, which is super interesting. It's interesting to watch for sure. Yeah. And just talking about authority figures or uh, structures of government kind of coming down yeah. on him, but yeah. also through his Saturn return and through him going through his Saturn return, I feel like collectively, again, Saturn and Aquarius, the way we perceive different laws and mm -hmm. rules, Saturn often rules rules, um, mm -hmm. around like domestic violence and intimate partner issues. Like a lot of people are seeing a different side of those situations. And, you know, I think um, a lot of times in domestic violence situations, it's the man who takes on 
all of the burden or all of the blame. And I think there's a really big problem in our society with that because it's very easy as a woman to play victim in those situations. And think about how easily at first people bought into that, you know, mm -hmm. bought into the whole like Amber Heard was just getting beat up by Johnny Depp. And now all these recordings are coming out like that's not what happened at all, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's going to set now this new, um, like obviously going through this is so long and, and it's a drawn out process, very Saturnian, but he's being, he's being called to be the authority figure in his own life, which is also now going to help set forward, you know, who knows who that's going to help in the future. Right. And I think that that is another, that's very Saturnian. It's happening for a reason. He needs to stay the course. He does. He has to. Well, you just gave me an aha moment because I've really been learning to be my own authority figure in my life through the issues I've had in my relationship during my Saturn return, through the whole twin flame experience, which has just been a freaking wild ride, even in how I relate to my family and some of the issues that have come up showing me like how much I was leaning on my, my own parents' judgment mm -hmm. for like reassurance or validation and having to come into my own and be like, no, what's really best for me, you know, and, and learn to parent myself in a lot of ways during my Saturn return. <laughs> Mic drop. That is literally, that is that, I think that's the key. And I think that's something that I've seen over and over and over again in terms of like the people I've talked to about this. It's like, it's really challenging to get to a point in your life where you're like, okay, I might disappoint my family, you know, regardless of your relationship with them. There is a, there's this energetic connection that, you know, I don't want to say is broken. It's, it's going to get stronger through you moving through that. But Saturn is like, like you said, you're becoming the parent of yourself or like your little child inside um, you know, your, your, your inner child. And so it's a, it's a process. It is a really big process. Um, and yeah, great point. <laughs> Mic drop moment. There you go. I want to take a couple more comments here. I love that Nick said, it's good to let things go. Mm -hmm. I think that's just a beautiful reminder in general right now, but especially if you're going through your Saturn return, it's good to just try to flow with whatever lessons the universe is bringing you because trying to be in control usually doesn't turn mm -hmm. out so well. Um, Jenny, who I was telling you about, has her Saturn at zero degrees Pisces, just said, court, I just adjusted my sleep cycle and haven't looked back. There are definitely times of the day that are better for me when it comes to focus, work, exercise, etc." Love that reminder. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. See, and it's just so helpful to hear that too. Cause then I'm like, okay, I'm not like <laughs> alone in that. Right. Like it doesn't have to be the way that everyone's like, wake up at 4am on Instagram and like crush the day. No, that doesn't work for everyone. I think it's also, um, you know, understanding if you have a day chart or a night chart too, can really help you understand like what times of the day you feel best at. Cause I've been leaning into that as well. Like I am a nighttime person. I feel like a rush of productivity at like 9 PM every night. And then I'm like, why am I like this? My partner's like going to bed at that time. And I'm like, I'm just getting started, you know, yeah. but 
it, it kind of comes back to that own internal parenting, internal authority figure. Like I don't have to do things how everybody else does them. I don't have to follow these societal rules of like you should, like you said, wake up at this time and go to sleep at this time. Yeah. As long as you're doing what's good for your body and what feels mm -hmm. good for you, who cares what anybody else thinks? Totally. And I think that lesson rolls over into like the work that you're doing. So a great example is like what, you know, what you're now building and, and moving into, um, you know, the relationships that people go through and, and that shows up in your Saturn return as well. You know, anything like it's, it's just, you're becoming more of who you are innately and shedding a lot of those societal constructs, which is uh, a big theme with Saturn and Aquarius anyway. So, yeah. Jennifer says, ooh, it's like a test for you, Olivia. You make it sound so fun, Jennifer. Ooh, just a little test. <laughs> uh, I also love, Cater said Saturn has so many moons. And this isn't something I've really studied, but I think Saturn has like eight moons. Somebody fact check that for me because I don't know if that's true. But I think it's really interesting because just in a general sense, like, there's a lot of emotions associated with Saturn, a lot of different kinds of emotions and, yes. you know, just learning to see them as they come and go. Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean, we could just talk about Adele, for example, go listen to her album. That's a whole Saturn journey right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I need to look up her tattoo now to show everybody because mm -hmm. Adele literally got a Saturn tattoo and her latest album is basically from my understanding based off of her saturn return she mm -hmm. went through a divorce during her saturn return you can see her tattoo yeah. on her arm there saturn is yeah and and, and i love we were just talking and you're like the song go easy on me is like mm -hmm. the soundtrack of a saturn return yeah totally um i'm definitely getting a saturn tattoo <laughs> it's I happening yeah. Please do. I can't wait for you. Yeah. Let's see. Jennifer says, my mother-in-law is about to start her second Saturn return with Saturn in Pisces. Oh, so wow. curious to see how she experiences it. I know a couple people in their 50s going through their second Saturn return right now. And it is interesting. It feels, I think, a little maybe less jarring than the first one because you're already in that state of adulthood. That's just what I've seen so far, but I've never gone through a second Saturn return. So, you know. Yeah. Something I think about with the second Saturn return, I haven't interviewed anyone and I would love to have um, people who are going through their second Saturn return or have on the podcast. But something that I have um, kind of felt into with this is almost like a, you know how Oprah has just gotten better with age and she's just like, you know what? Like that's the feeling that I really get with a second Saturn return. If you've done your stuff before, like if you did it the first time around, I feel like there's some like reaping of the karmic rewards in the second round. We'll see. But that's something that I've kind of felt into. I could definitely see that. <clears throat> I, sorry, I just swallowed wrong as you were saying that. Okay. Um, <laughs> It's like really in your throat right now. Yeah. Just choking through my Saturn return, you know? Yeah. And I think also I have something that just came through is like age is a privilege, you know, and going through a second Saturn return is kind of a privilege. And I think it, 
from what I would guess, you gain a lot of wisdom through your second Saturn return rather than like fully coming into your own. But also, you know, people tend to come into like a next level of confidence or authority in their older years. You know, I, I feel like you hear a lot of people in their late 50s, early 60s just being like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I really just don't care about rules, mm -hmm. what's expected of me, you know, and maybe that's that second Saturn return. Like, I'm just doing things my own way. I don't really care about what society says I should be doing. So freeing, right? Like, it's so freeing to shed those layers. Um, and uh, yeah, age is a privilege. I love that saying. Cameron Diaz says that and oh, love her. Yeah. Karina says she just looked up her Saturn. It is at 10 degrees in Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. My partner also has Saturn in Sagittarius. Oh. So you went through years probably like four or five years ago now. Mm -hmm. And Saturn and Sag is interesting. I don't know. Have you talked to people who have Saturn and Sag? What came up for them? Yes. I've done a few readings, actually. I'm not sure if there's any on the podcast, but uh, a few people went back to school. My partner during Saturn and his Saturn return in Sagittarius left his job. Oh my goodness. Left his job and moved to California. And so I feel like big moves for a lot of people with Saturn and Sagittarius or like this need to be like liberated, be free, be more expansive. Like I feel like Saturn and Sag is a super expansive energy. Totally. Yeah. Anything of like studying more or I love that idea of like a move with Sagittarius Saturn. Yeah. I wonder what happened with Karina. Yeah. Karina, what was going on in your life between like 28 to 31 years old? What major things happened in your life? You have to tell us so we can follow up and look deeper into your Saturn return. So court, now that you are, coming out of your Saturn return. It's in the rear view mirror. The lessons are solidifying for you, right? What do you wish, if you could go back in time three years ago, what do you wish you could have told yourself before? Oh, that's a good, I asked that to everyone on the podcast and no one's asked me that yet. So thank you. Um, you know, what's funny is I'm like hearing this sound by Oprah, like it's going to be all right, girl. Like, I don't know if you heard that saying, like, I think that that is what I would say because like I moved into this space, like in my own space, um, during this process, right before the pandemic, it was August, 2019, I moved in here. And, um, a lot of things happened at that time where, it felt like I was going like down like this. And so I think I would tell myself like, you're going to be okay. Like this is your space to like really go inward and kind of, you know, I've been very alone physically, but I haven't felt lonely. It's just that I've had to be alone to go through a lot of my own things. And I think if I could go back, I would be like, <laughs> you're going to become somebody that you don't even know yet. And it's like, you're going to be okay. Like you literally are going to be okay. And even though you can't see it yet, like, yeah, it's going to be pretty miraculous. So that's what I would say. I love that you said that. Mm -hmm. And I think anyone about to go through theirs or currently going through their Saturn return, 
that's a beautiful reminder. Saturn is here to teach us lessons we are meant to learn. Everything in our chart is meant for us, you know? So even if it feels like chaotic or I don't know what's coming next or a lot of doubt or that weight on your chest, knowing that A, it's temporary, even though it's slow and doesn't feel comfortable, but also mm -hmm. like ultimately Saturn is trying to get you where you need to be. You know, like Saturn wants you to succeed ultimately. It just forces you to learn some lessons so you can do that. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> the big lessons. <laughs> uh, I love what Jennifer said. Saturn shows us the promise we made before we were born, a promise yeah. that we said we would work on and overcome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. Yeah. I love that. You know what's really interesting now that you say that is like with my Saturn being in the sixth, like I said, had a conversation about Saturn returns like two years ago. And I was like, okay, I know I'm, it's going to teach me lessons about my health wellness routines. Like I need to kind of get a jump start, start eating a little bit cleaner, take care of my body. A lot of stuff about my body has been coming up during my Saturn mm -hmm. return, just like my relationship to it, how I treat it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I love that you said Saturn shows us the promise we made before we were born because I'll be honest with you guys. I was born into a family where my parents did not ever go to the gym. I've never seen my parents go to the gym. They did not prioritize exercise. We went out to eat at least three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. um, I, they didn't really teach me how to cook. Like they would cook at home, but it wasn't like I was a part of the process, you know? And so mm -hmm. I've literally had to learn to parent myself in having healthy, mm -hmm. like cooking, like learning to cook. I literally learned to cook during this process mm -hmm. with Saturn and Aquarius. Um, and now I'm really like, okay, I need to find a better fitness routine because mm -hmm. I do believe that's part of my karmic destiny is to break that cycle. So if I have children, they have this healthy, role model to look up mm -hmm. to and and it's more natural because it's not like my parents you know they didn't have healthy role models to look up to as far as health and wellness goes so you know mm -hmm. i think another thing about saturn is karma it's very karmic and i love how you talked about the nodal reversal happening right before your saturn return it's almost that like spark of karma that you get that then you work through during your saturn return Mm, yeah, those are great. Like, what a great way to look at, um, like creating that new pattern for what's ahead. I love that you said that. Um, and yeah, it's like you're figuring out your own habits and healthy habits and routines that work for you. In the six, I actually I had a friend who she's also had um, Saturn moving through her six, and she had a lot of health stuff come up. Um, which is really put into focus for her, um, the exact same thing as you. So um, but she had to learn them. I think maybe you did get ahead of yours <laughs> a little bit. Fingers crossed, dude, because I, like, even this past weekend, mm -hmm. we planned Goddess Night Out, our monthly dance night that we've been working on here in Sacramento. Our second one was literally on the exact date of my Saturn return. And I did that on purpose. I was like, I am going to lean into this hard. We're going to dance. We're going to release. Um, but I had this like intuitive hit because our workshop was supposed to be like a heels workshop. It was like all about sexuality, you know, and I always wear heels. I love wearing heels. I have very strong ankles. I grew up dancing, but I was like, 
what if I break an ankle during my Saturn return? Saturn and Aquarius. I was just like, yeah, I'm like, I've been waiting. Honestly, I'm like some sort of health thing, mm-hmm. like trying not to freak out or manifest that. But yeah. like, I know it rules health. So I'm like, okay, we got to really, <laughs> really yeah. pay attention to this vessel. And like, what do you need? And am I ignoring anything? And you know, all that totally. good stuff. Yeah, that's a <laughs> definitely don't ignore that intuitive nudge. <laughs> I did not wear heels. I thought about bringing them and then I totally forgot. And I was like, you know what? This is for the best. Mm -hmm. We don't need, and I probably would have been fine. Honestly, I probably would have been totally fine, but I was just like, not worth it. Not worth Mm -hmm. it for me. (laughs) Just don't want to find out. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) Nope. 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 Uh, Well, is there anything else you think people should know before going into their Saturn returns in the middle of their Saturn returns, or even reflecting back on their Saturn returns, anything that has come up as you've interviewed people as like a common trend or theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think something that, you know, doesn't get a lot of conversation around is the lead up towards it, which like I had said, like 26, I noticed a shift within myself, but you know, how do I say this? Like 27, for example, is, uh, there's, I guess it's not really a conspiracy theory, but the 27 club, there's been a lot of famous people who have transitioned. Um, that's my new word. I like the word transition a lot better into another space, uh, dimension. And, um, you know, they, the 27th year is very pivotal. Um, does it mean that you're going to die no um but you know that's come up in um some situations and i think something that i would want to tell people about that is that when you're 27 you're actually going through your progressed lunar return which is when your lunar your progressed lunar moon matches with your moon and it's almost this like uh harboring of like a lot of emotions right a lot of big internal things that come up to work through and something that i have noticed is that um, that 27th year can be incredibly powerful for yes, releasing old emotions, but it can bring up a lot of things around our mental health, questioning certain things around our life in general, which can be a lot as you're kind of growing and changing. And so I would always like that, that time, I always just want to say to people like, please stay, like stay and just like, you know, if you're working through addiction, if something's coming up, like it is for a reason and like getting support around that age can be very, very beneficial because you are getting ready to change and move into a new direction. Um, so I, I just like to put that there as like a, not, not to make anyone fear, but I think just getting ahead of that and saying like, okay, this, you know, there might be something that comes up here. How can I support myself? And then it transitions into this, like, the, you know, with the reverse nodal return and all of these like karmic things coming up, you're getting ready to plant the seeds of your Saturn return. So it's almost as if the analogy I use, you're about to go on a backpacking trip, let's say for your Saturn return, and you're deciding what is coming in my backpack and what isn't right. You can only bring so much. If anyone's backpacked, I use this analogy a lot. I've had to throw out multiple things on my journeys of backpacking and you know, because you don't need it all. So you're literally looking, what am I bringing with me? What do I need? What is not coming? And see it as a journey, because that's honestly what it is. 
Amazing. And so much happened for me around 27 that that resonates on so many. I mean, that's when I decided to leave my job, just Mm -hmm. lots of good stuff, you know? All right. I love to end all these conversations with a card poll and I'm going to pull from the Lightworker Oracle by Alana Fairchild. I love also how almost her head looks like Saturn, you know, with the the ring around it. Um, But while I shuffle and get this ready, I want to pull up your Instagram Saturn Return Diaries Instagram. I mean, you have like seven accounts. So (laughs) let me know. I have a couple of them pulled up. You also have Bravely Beautiful brand here. Mm -hmm. Um, But what offerings do you have right now? And I know you also have the Saturn Return Diaries podcast you just brought back. Yeah. So on we're on season two of Saturn Return Diaries. Olivia is going to be on the podcast this week. So that'll be coming out soon. Um, we do have an Insta, um, a YouTube so you can watch on there if you want, but it's on all podcast places. Um, in terms of like Saturn Returns offerings, I do do Saturn Return reading. So if that's something you want a little bit more support with, I am eventually going to be bringing out like a... Um, a mentor container. I just want to wait until I'm out of my Saturn return before I offer that. Um, And so then that way I can, you know, support you further. But yeah, I think if you're curious in your own Saturn return and what's going on, and if you want to know exact dates of like, you know, transits and things like booking a reading with anyone to do a Saturn return reading is, is really beneficial. So um, yeah. And you just launched your new website too. Let me open that up here. So this is where you can book. Yes. I'm so like, as you know, doing all of these things is like, oh my gosh. I, You know what? This has been in the works for two years. I put off building a website for so long and I was like, I don't want to do this. It's going to be a lot of work. And now that like I took everything that I've learned in the last two years and put it in one spot. I'm like, wow, talk about a Saturn return. Yes. Like, and I love how you talked about that resistance towards it too, right? Such so, such so, so. Saturnian energy. Like mm-hmm. I've been feeling so much resistance lately to all the things I need to do and want to do even. Just like yeah. things I want to do, but I'm like, no. You know, it just feels like a lot of resistance. So yeah. I love that you finally did it. I did. So yeah, all the things are up there. Um I'm also a manifesting generator, so I have like a lot of different offerings. <laughs> I feel that same here. <laughs> so um, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever suits you, but have a little look around. Awesome. Okay, let's go ahead and pull a card. See what other message needs to come through. What do we need to know about Saturn returns? Oh, oh my God. Power of the divine masculine, (laughs) which Saturn and Capricorn energy both, I mean, Saturn rules Capricorn associated with the divine masculine, big daddy Saturn, like, hello, it's card number 10 as well. Like, you can't, (laughs) I just, wow. Okay. Here's what it says. Bear with me here. This is a long description. An empowering energy seeks expression from within. It wishes to free you from confusion, paralysis, and stagnancy. It seeks to stir you into conscious chosen action, greater discipline and focus. Mm. It's time to end the frustration of repeating old patterns. (laughs) You are ready to break through in a new way of life. 
Feel inspired, be energized, and focus on your dreams and desires. Take steps to manifest them on the physical plane. Believe your success is inevitable. I love that so much. Mm. The divine masculine in you knows when to accept and when to say no to a belief, fear, habit, person, or situation. The divine masculine energy exists within all men and women. It rallies the spirit and responds in times when you may feel drained, taken advantage of, or overwhelmed by too many choices and demands. It cuts through the confusion that comes with choice and priority setting. It refuses to be distracted and keeps you from being dissuaded from your life purpose. The divine masculine is growing within you now. It is the spiritual light that reveals the truth without filters or veils. Let this energy clear distractions, demands, and drama from your life. Let it help you discern what is best for you and give you the courage to act on it. Let it help you sort out what is true from what is illusion. Let it help you dedicate your time and energy to what has most meaning for you. It will empower you to Claim success in what matters to you most. I'm going to stop there because this has like three pages, but that's beautiful. Wow. I mean, and that's so on point, like so on point the whole, like (laughs) you can't make it up. Yeah. Just so perfect. I feel like very fitting for me right now. I have been feeling all of that energy and I think also we're at a point where the divine masculine gets a bad rep, you know, like we've really been talking about the divine feminine energy and the rise of the divine feminine, but a Saturn return can definitely help you tap into that divine masculine. Again, that inner Mm -hmm. authority figure within you. Um, Mm -hmm. I just, I love that we pulled this card and I really do feel like there's a wave coming of the rise of the divine masculine too, after the rise of the divine feminine. I'm very happy about that. And I think that that's something that has been needed for a really long time. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing your experience, sharing your wisdom about Saturn Returns. I would love to revisit this conversation next year at the end of my Saturn Return, do a little reflection. <laughs> Yeah, maybe even pull pull a clip from this and see what has transpired since then. Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. So, okay, well, I'll probably ask you more of these questions. But before we go, well, what 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 do you think your future self is going to say to you? Oh, I love that question. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, knowing me and my future self, it's going to be like I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> that's just very me but I feel like because I'm like you got you know me now I'm like this is all happening for a reason it's all good and I feel like future me is just gonna be like duh like I told you this was gonna happen so Mm -hmm. yeah thank goodness for astrology really is the the last message I would like to say I would not be where I am today mentally Mm -hmm. without the astrological awareness of what's going on in my life. I would probably be a complete mess right now. So thank goodness. Could not agree more. Like literally so many people ask me, how are you doing with the eclipse? I'm like, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Like even when stuff comes up during the eclipse, Saturn return, Mercury retrograde, all the things happening right now, it's like, okay, you can like just kind of pull it out, observe it. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, thanks for being here. Now you can go. (laughs) I'm aware of you. You know, I'm aware. I see what you're doing. And let's, you know, just keep going. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> just keep on trucking. <laughs> Love uh, well, thank you. Thank you again. I always love chatting with you. You're like my regular guest on mm. my shows and so it's honored. just, <laughs> it's such a joy. I love having you. Um, and check out Court's pages, Bravely Beautiful Brands, Saturn Return Diary. She's always putting out great offerings, great content, just a fun follow in general. And thank you to everyone who joined us. Nick says, roll with it. Wish you a nice day and thanks for the positive waves. Thank you, uh -huh. Nick. Thanks for being here. We appreciate okay. you. And thank you to everyone who showed up to this conversation with an open mind, shared about their own Saturn return experiences. We appreciate you. We will be back next week with another episode of The Spiritual Journalist. Until then, safe travels during Mercury retrograde and eclipse season and all the things happening right now. Wish you nothing but the best and highest and stay curious. Thank you so much for joining our discussion today. If you enjoyed this episode of The Spiritual Journalist, you can find more on thespiritualjournalist.com or you can listen to our conversations wherever you enjoy podcasts. And if you want to learn more about astrology, join me live every weekday morning on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for Transits Today, where we break down the energy of the day based on the movement of the planets and start our morning off in a high vibe. All of the information we share on The Spiritual Journalist is completely free to you. So if you'd like to support more content like this, the easiest way to do so is to subscribe to our YouTube page. Head over to The Spiritual Shop on our website and buy yourself a little something. Or if you're feeling extra generous, you can buy me a coffee to fuel future live streams. Just tap the link in the description or head to buymeacoffee.com and search The Spiritual Journalist. I'm so grateful you found us here and I can't wait for our next conversation.